What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Probably the worst, but the best, Summer Catch, starring Jessica Biel and Freddie Prinze Jr. And I just love that movie, and I don't understand why more people don't get into it. It's so bad, but so great. (laughs) And in the end, specifically, there's a time that I think it's raining even, and she runs up to him, and me and my friends used to always quote this because it was so, it's like this dramatic scene, and she runs up to him, she goes, let's be together. Well, hello there, friends. You are back at yet another episode of hopefully your favorite podcast, Overshare. And if it's not your favorite podcast yet, I'm very open to saying that I'm like pushing you into putting us on that level because I feel like it's what we really need in 2021 desperately. Um, I'm Jocelyn with my girl Lils. What's up, Lils? Just hanging. <laughs> not, not much has changed. Feels like Groundhog's Day. But it, I'm it excited for today's topic because um, we had to take a little break because we had to do some research. And by that, I actually spent five minutes thinking about it. And then I was good. Well, before we jump into that, which you guys already know from the title of this episode, what do you say we kick it off with what we're over? So over it. What she said. What are you over, Joss? Okay, so this is something I've been over for my entire life, essentially, but haven't had the opportunity or, you know, really the place to vocalize it. And it is this. Why can the medical world not make vitamins, okay, vitamins that don't make you like barf immediately upon taking them? Because sometimes like I need my vitamins, but... I you, don't, you have don't time. want to eat breakfast. I don't have time to eat a smorgasbord of food because I'm one of those people who can't be like, mm, I'm just going to have a cracker and take my vitamins. No, I have to eat like a full fledged meal and it's really grinding my gears. So to the people out there who work in the vitamin industry, figure it out, please. Thank you. Do you have that issue too? Like I'll be, I'll take my vitamins. And I feel then like I, I stopped taking vitamins for that reason. Like it's <gasps> just, well, also it's a lot for, I, I'm really bad at remembering to take the same, like, even if it's like the same time every single day, I always forget. I'm really bad. So it's so obnoxious. And I'll just be like going about my day and I'll be like, oh, I'm about to barf right now. <laughs> it doesn't even make me, again. sometimes it makes me nauseous, but it just kind of makes you feel like kind of shaky and weird too. I hate being nauseous also, by the way. Yeah, it's not the worst feeling ever. So I don't, I mean, I don't really know if there's anything we can do about this. And by we, I mean, the medical industry, but I would like someone to figure that out. That's what I'm over. What about you? I I don't really have anything too specific. I'm just over being so tired the last week. You need vitamins. You need some vitamins. I'm like, I am not doing anything. So there's nothing that should be like making me particularly exhausted. I think I'm just not sleeping that well, Mm. but sorry. You you should do not, not much of a contribution to the lately. I've been doing a lot of manual labor. And um, oh, really? Yes, a lot of manual labor because of all this, all this furniture I've been buying from Facebook Marketplace, which has become like a full time job for me. And by buying, I also mean getting stuff for free. I've gotten a lot of stuff for zero dollars on Facebook Marketplace, and I'm flipping it and turning it into other stuff that we can use when we stage the houses that we're flipping. And I'm not kidding you. I was like, 
working on these furniture pieces for like 12 hours one day, never slept better. So I say do some manual labor. You should get out there and fix your engine or your car or something. I don't know about that. <laughs> but Lily, you know I, how to you change need to a like tire. Start, oh my God. That, there, was, <laughs> there was a pilot episode we shot for a show at Clever one time where I literally had to change a tire. And I yeah. just kept going... This would never need to happen, though. Like, I, I would, would always AAA. be somewhere that I would call AAA. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we're going to get you some vitamins and we're going to get you out there doing some work in the streets. I do need to just start going on walks again. I feel like the more active I am, the more energy I get. So I have been pretty inactive, pretty sedentary lately. Well, I would recommend that you should get some new workout clothes. Oh, that and always I feel like is that'll a nice inspire you. Yeah, that's that's correct. Mm-hmm. A new pair of like shoes that make you feel real bouncy. I actually get the door. I do. I have some new shoes, but I need to get some insoles for them. Oh, insoles. Yes, we are 97 years old. Yep, huh. Pretty much. Interesting. Well, what do you say we take a phone call, a little voicemail from one of our listeners? Um, for those of you guys who are new here at this party, we like to invite you to be a part of the show by calling into our number 562-661-8729, leaving us a voicemail like three to four minutes or less with what you're over. We suggest writing it out so that you don't miss a moment. And if you're open to it, share your name. Cause like, you know, we, we want like to like connect. We're hearing from. Yeah. Hey guys, I absolutely love your show. And when you said to call in with something you're over, I immediately thought of this. I am so over girls that the second you say you are having relationship trouble, even if it's something like you guys thought over where to go for dinner, they're immediately like throw him out, dump him, just like leave him. And relationships are complicated. And from the outside, you're never seeing the whole entire thing. And I'm just so over the immediate, you should just break up with him whenever they're in the slightest trouble because that's not the adult way to handle things always. That's what I'm over. Thank you, guys. I love you so much. Love you. Love <sighs> you so much. Lil, are you a person that like comments <laughs> frequently on your friends' relationships? Like if you're, if I was like, Lily, Chris and I got in a fight about Taco Bell versus Del Taco, would you be like, divorce him? <laughs> if I he was like... really arguing for Del Taco, then yeah, probably. <laughs> but... <laughs> good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Um, like, unless it's 4 a.m. and you're getting the, the curly fries, then, <laughs> then that's or the crinkle okay. fries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's interesting because I I feel like I consistently have guys screwing me over and my friends are all like, well, we're all like, cons like, it's not like me telling the friends and like, it's not like I tell Jocelyn and she's like, oh yeah, like never talk to him again. She's like just <laughs> as confused as I am because I've been like sending her screenshots of what's yes, going on. You have very confusing <laughs> endeavors. With it'll men. be like, well, maybe he's going through something. Maybe like give him a week. Like I feel like my yes. friends are the opposite, but they're always like, this seems strange. Like, I, I don't, maybe there's something going on <laughs> rather I than know. like, oh, stop talking to him right now. That's so funny. Chris and I were saying that the other day when someone does something really mean to either of us, we're always just like, maybe there's something wrong. Like, maybe they're having health <laughs> issues. He's like, why is it every time someone does something heinous to us, like cuts us off? They're like, maybe they're on we're their way to the emergency room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, see, I'm actually the opposite of our caller, her friends, because I'm always scared and I'm always honest. I mean, Lily, some of these dudes need to be ditched, okay, which you have done very well. But I'm I'm always like if my friend has a boyfriend well, and you don't like, want to come this, in the middle well, of 
because say they break up and you're like, I always hated that guy. And then they get back together and you're like, JK, JK, just kidding. I always loved him. I I was a joke. You know what I mean? So I'm always a little nervous. You don't want to end up like fueling the fire and then being resented by like both of them later. Absolutely. Because then you might end up with a friend who ends up marrying someone and they don't ever want to talk that's, to you again. I think stay out of it unless they're doing something that's like super toxic and problematic that you feel like the friend really needs to get out of that situation. Then I feel like you're not the one in the relationship. Like, let them figure it out. But I'll so also I feel say- like I'll like ask quite, I'll be like, oh my God, like, how do you feel about that? Like, not smart giving as much how I feel about it. But I think if all of your friends are like kind of speaking up and also, by the way, are your friends people that you like care about their opinions <laughs> because maybe they're not, which is a whole other story. But if all of your friends are kind of like concerned about your relationship, like in an ongoing fashion, like, I don't know, are you concerned about it? Because if yeah. you're not, then I don't know. I think it's always good. And I think you feel the same way, Lil. You need to have a few friends in your life who are big no people. Like you don't want a bunch of people tell you the truth. Yeah. (laughs) Who will be like, you need to get it together. You don't need a bunch of yes people in your life. Like you need some people who are like cut that shiz off. That's how I feel at least. So I'm sorry that you're going through this and you should eat wherever you want. Always go to two (laughs) places. You can go to Taco Bell and he can go to Del Taco. Although like Lily said, I don't know why he would. (laughs) You know, Lil, we've never talked about that. And I'm so glad we're on the same page. I feel like it's an unspoken thing. I mean, like, the most confusing thing to me is how much they advertise their burgers when they're always next to like an in and out I'm like, who's getting a burger from Del Taco? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's really weird is that growing up in like LA, we didn't even have Del Taco. Did you we guys didn't have either. it? No, I had it for the first time in Arizona. And everyone, I feel like there are certain people that are very passionate. I'm sure we will have some of the talk or the Del Taco community that's upset with us. But uh, I don't even care. It's all about Taco yeah, Bell. But Taco like, Bell is where it's sorry. <laughs> and Lily and I actually visited Taco Bell headquarters <sighs> last year. And it was one of the most magical. We got to go into the test kitchen and make our own food and our own dishes, which I think they're selling now. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> also, oh, Taco I'm so hungry and that sounds so good. Taco Bell is the only fast food restaurant that is certified by the National Vegan or Vegetarian Association. Well, I mentioned this in our last podcast that I have a bone to pick with them that I get annoyed when they take stuff off the menu so frequently. Okay, what are you sad about? Uh, well, I mean, for me, it's not a huge deal because I... This is my point that I'm going to make. They'll take things off the menu, but you can, they're so good about altering the other, like the existing things that you can usually make whatever they took off the menu. Totally, totally. So I'm confused why they take it off. Like, why are you making it difficult? The only outlier I would say that pops into my head are those nacho fries. They have those right now. Which they have right now. But I don't know. I have issues with French fries being at a a restaurant like Taco Bell unless they are inside of a California burrito, which is one of the best. Which it's weird that they don't have a California burrito. But you could probably make your own. (gasps) They did get rid of the beefy Fritos burrito. I was a little upset about that. That's devastating. But you could bring your own Fritos with you and make an aftermarket delicacy if you would like to. I was a little upset, though. I got a quesadilla. I don't know why we're talking about this. I got a quesadilla (laughs) the other day and the cheese in the quesadilla part that's like around it wasn't melted. 
That is the definition of not a quesarita. Sorry, I'm so hungry. Should we move on? Yes, we should move on to the meat and potatoes of this episode. I hate you. Stop talking about food. (laughs) I don't know. The inner workings, the nuts and bolts, whatever you want to call it, of this podcast, because our producer is literally like, you guys need to stop. You need to freaking move on. But let's jump in, Lil. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So today we are going to be talking about our personally ranked underrated, most underrated movies, we think, of all time. Are we going to say? I mean, all of, time. of our lives. No, no, no. Of all time. Because, you know, there was a few that were on my list that came out when movies were still like moving picture shows, you know, (laughs) Um, because (laughs) my mom raised us on like actual like silent films with like (laughs) music behind All I can think of are really inappropriate joke references to all of the movies that I'm aware of from then. Um, yeah, no, there were some really great musicals specifically back in those days. And that's like most of what my mom allowed us to watch as children. Very, just very wholesome entertainment. Um, But none of those made my list. I want you to kick it off with your first one. Okay, my first one is going to be and this one I do say all the time, but just gonna really drive it home. Um, (laughs) Drop Dead Gorgeous. You know what? You have been literally talking about this movie since I met you, <laughs> and I've never seen it. Why? I, I don't know, because I feel like I've seen it because you talk about it so much. You don't even know what it's about. <laughs> you don't even go here, okay? I'm on the IMDb uh, page. It came out in 99, and it, <laughs> the uh, genre is comedy were you way romance. too young were you too young to be watching this you were like literally Absol- in fourth grade I, w- I was nine yeah. um and my dad let me watch it he thought it was really funny and now that I look back I'm like very inappropriate but like it, it is really funny um it came out in 99 and the genre is comedy romance thriller <laughs> what's the thriller part don't they like kill oh, someone or something? Like There's a lot of deaths. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably um, why I haven't watched it. But these are just a few of the uh, names in the cast. It's Kirsten Dunst, Ellen Barkin, Allison Janney, Denise Richards, Kirstie wow. Alley, uh, Brittany Murphy, RIP, Amy Adams. Um, Amy Adams is in that movie? Yes. And it's so good. <laughs> I okay now that I'm hearing about the cast was it up for any awards did it garner any Oscars or things like that two wins and nominations um the Razzie or something I, I was waiting to see it it did win a stinker bad movie award whatever that what, is what are these and award the show people festivals um no but it's honestly really hard to find like I know Blockbuster didn't carry it anymore and I don't 
know why. I have a digital copy, so I can we transfer it to you if you oh like. Oh my gosh, please do. Please but do. But it's about um, a small town beauty pageant that turns deadly as it becomes clear that some uh, will go to any lengths to win. And the whole thing is a mockumentary. I was so, going to say, is this a biopic? Because it sounds like my so pageant experience. Amazing. It's amazing. And it's like... In Mount Rose, Minnesota. So they all have like really <laughs> thick accents. And um, Amber Atkins works in a funeral home where she. Just, can you give me more of this accent? Because it's like borderline I can only really Texas. Say Amber Atkins. <laughs> Amber Atkins. <laughs> and she. Oh my God. I just. The, the judges in it, there's like a really pervy guy, and his name is literally John Doe, but it's spelled D O U G H. Like the whole thing is just so inappropriate and so wrong on so many levels that I, it's amazing. Well, I have heard you talk about this movie for years and based on the cast, I'm surprised I haven't followed up with watching it, but is it going to be like painful or funny? No, it's really, it's funny, but it's, it's so inappropriate that you're like, oh my God, (laughs) like, why are they saying this? (laughs) Like, it feels almost kind of like an SNL skit. Oh, I thought you were going to say like S&M. That means like some other sexual thing. And I was like, oh, I'm not no. allowed to watch that. Sorry. No, it's so funny. Like, so, uh, so Christy, uh, Kristen Dunst is the main character. And she literally practices her talent of tap dancing while applying makeup in a morgue. Oh, my gosh. That's so many things going on. Wow. Anywho. Um, OK, I'm going to move on to my my first one. Yeah. And um, honestly, my list is very long because there's nothing that I love more than a movie the critics hate. OK, back when I was working at Clever, every time I would cover a movie junket, um, they would ask the reporters like myself to give reviews. And I knew it was a movie that the critics were going to hate when my reviews made it into the commercial, which happened many, many times, specifically for the classic film that should have gotten more attention, which is not on my list, but I'm going to give it a shout out anyways. Uh, it was starring J-Lo and Ryan Guzman, and it was called Boy Next Door. And it was where she was like a sexy mom who had an illicit affair with her teenage neighbor. And then he like tried to kill her. That's what happens if you try to hook up with underage people. You die. Um, But okay, my my pick was too hard to make. So I'm just giving a category altogether to the icon and legend that is Freddie freaking Prince Jr. And the film classics that he was in, including She's All That, Down to You, and probably the worst, but the best. Summer Catch, starring Jessica Biel and Freddie Prinze Jr., where he has this accent, this like Northeastern accent that's like, and he's a baseball player. And I just love that movie. And I don't understand why more people don't get into it. It's so bad, but so great. (laughs) And in the end, specifically, there's a time that I think it's raining even, and she runs up to him. And me and my friends used to always quote this because it was so, it's like this dramatic scene. And she runs up to him. She goes, let's be together. (laughs) But here's the thing, like, that's when I was that age in the late 90s, early 2000s, when Freddie Prinze was making all these movies. And he was just like the most Disney Prince looking boy I had ever seen Uh, in my life. It's funny that you bring up those movies, because when I think Freddie Prince Jr., I think I know what you did last summer. Those two. Exactly. And he was really on top of it for a while. I know. And and now, you know, he obviously married Sarah Michelle Gellar and yes, they've been they married in Brentwood. <laughs> what an iconic duo. And he is now on. I don't oh. think it's out yet. The new Punky Brewster show. 
that's, that's on what, Peacock. Melissa just told us that too. I didn't even know there was yeah. a new Punky Brewster show. One of my friends works on that show and has like the best stuff to say about him, that he's like a great human being. So I think we all need to support him by giving his films more credibility. Okay, that's all. <laughs> Um, my next movie is actually, um, I can't believe I didn't think of this sooner. I just am adding it now. Center stage. Oh my gosh. That was on my list too. I I put it in my Instagram stories the other day and I didn't even think about it. Um, you guys, not a movie that I would have gravitated towards on my own, but my sister took dance. So she made me watch it. So good. And then it just became our favorite movie. We can quote, I, I don't think I could anymore. She claims she could. The whole movie. Like from start to finish, like even just like little things that extras say. We could do it all. And it was to a point that it was weird. <laughs> See, you know what's funny you say that is because I grew up dancing my whole life. And I can remember like the choreography. And like I can remember the music. like the ballet moves. Yes. Like if like the teachers are saying ballet moves, I know what those ballet like that is my <laughs> knowledge of ballet is from that movie. Like, do you remember the scene? Cause like ballet, I was always really bad at ballet because by the time I was like 11 or 12 I was like a full-size human being so I just was like too like weird in my body and I couldn't figure it out but everybody takes ballet for technique and I can just remember watching that movie and being like oh my gosh ballet can be like sexy and there's motorcycles and like you can dance to like and she's in the red the red outfit oh it's it's so great and the soundtrack is amazing can't you just hear in your head the motorcycle going like vroom vroom and then she comes dancing across the stage and Uh I just remember being in the theater with all my friends who were also dancers and we were just like it was like the most inspiring work of art I had ever seen it made me want to do dance (laughs) I have velcro stuck to my arm right now also you're making me think of how I felt during step up (laughs) Don't even get me effing started on the Step Up franchise. John M. Chu, who directed Step Up Revolution 3D, whatever the hell it was called. He is a legend. He went on to do Crazy Rich Asians, which is my favorite movie, which does. It can't be on this list because it's too popular. No, no, not Um, at all. I'm sweating thinking about Center Center Stage. Stage. Also, I just looked on the Wikipedia and it (laughs) not only was... um, the main girl, Amanda, her first movie, but um, Zoe Saldana. Exactly. Film debut. Oh my gosh, which is crazy because I always thought, I mean, I forgot about her being in it and I thought her film debut was with Britney Spears. I'm not a girl, oh. not yet a woman because she was in that movie too. Oh, but Amanda Scholl, who's in center stage, went on to be the killer murderer, right? On um, One Tree Hill. Yep. She always plays yeah. the psycho. Oh my gosh, I love her. And you know what's interesting about Amanda Scholl is that she's one of those actresses who can probably like live in a neighborhood and go to the grocery store and nobody bugs her except people like us. <laughs> like but me like, and Lisa would be like... <laughs> yeah, like she's famous or she's like working a lot consistently always because she was also oh, yeah, on... Crossroads didn't come out until 2002. She was also on... What's that show Meghan Markle was on? Suits? She's also yeah. on that show. She's yeah. always working, but like, she's like not someone who's like, oh, the paparazzi are following me. Kim Cattrall is in Crossroads. She is. You know what she's not in? She the new the Sex in the City because she got uh, kicked out, supposedly. <laughs> have you heard about that? Well, and she just didn't want to do it, I think. No, they have they have tea. They definitely have rich tea happening oh. over there. They have beef. <gasps> Melissa knows. I feel like she's sending us a chat right now. You know, I actually, yeah, she hates them. Uh, 
I that like they they probably want her to do it and she won't. I don't think. Yeah, no, I, I, I think feel like she's done interviews like denouncing all of them. Yeah, it's really, really odd. Honestly, yeah, it she's is, like it the is best character. <laughs> it is. I know. I know. Um, what's your next one? What well, you know? Um, you said center stage. Yeah. Okay. So my next one um, is a movie that you have probably never seen. It's called The Royal Tenenbaums, I've and it seen is. It. So good. I every year me and my sister are like, we should dress as the Royal Tenenbaums for Halloween. But then we're like, no one's going to know who we are at all. So we just haven't done it yet. It is truly the weirdest movie of all time. Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. Um, Both of the Wilson brothers (laughs) are in it. Um, Luke and Owen. Um, I think Ben is Ben Stiller in that movie. Yeah, Ben Stiller's in that movie. Angelica effing Houston. It feels like a really random movie for you to like, though. It is literally because it's the weirdest, most random movie of all time where like even like a brother and sister, I think, are like in love or there's a lot of weird, really weird stuff going on in that movie. Um, And that's I really like it. But it's also kind of like a sad movie because they got back together because I thought their dad died or maybe he didn't die. I don't know. Or maybe he was gonna die. Great film, though. Super freaking weird. the. It came out in like the early 2000s. Yeah. Because I was in college and I remember me and my girlfriends used to like reenact scenes of it for fun. It's funny that like all of our movies are from the same like three years. It was like the golden era of film. Okay. It was, it was the gold, real golden era before all of the streaming happened. And you had to like go to the theaters or blockbuster. But it's not under, it has 80% and 89%. Yeah, but who's talking about it? No one. Well, that's because it was over a decade ago. (laughs) But even back then, I'm telling you, it might have gotten critical acclaim, but no one, like, I felt like I was the only person who watched it 85 times. Oh, Melissa's saying it's a Wes Anderson film. It's not underrated. You know, but is it? Is it overrated? Is it underrated? I was just going to bring up, um, (laughs) but I don't think it's underrated either, is uh, Moulin Rouge. Oh, it's like well, weirdly was one of my fa- I think it was weird that I liked it at age I, 11. That's true. But, you were little. I had friends who like decorated their college dorm rooms in Moulin Rouge theme. That actually would just makes like, sense. Like because she had the cool elephant that she lived in. Oh my gosh. Yes. And see, Bob's, and I know all of the words to all of the songs. We should um, have a little viewing party. I would love to watch. I haven't watched oh, that I haven't since watched it that came in out. a long time. I have it on DVD. It was like one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, anywho, Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. I still, I'm still saying I don't care if Wee Anderson made it. I still think, I still think it's underrated. Okay, go watch it and let me know. Lil, what's your next pick? I, I want to bring one up that I just, I feel like it resurfaced recently on TikTok that uh-huh. people keep talking about. I think it's so funny. And I don't have it like in my heart is like a great movie that I love, but I just think it's hilarious because I had seen it and think it's weird that people are just now discovering what it was. Did you ever watch Where the Heart Is? <laughs> Wait, I think that's what what it is. What was it's, it? Was it about Natalie Ky- Portman and the Walmart baby? Oh my gosh, I loved that movie where she had the baby inside of the Walmart. That yeah, was an iconic yeah, yeah. cast. Yeah, that's 2001, two thousand one, two thousand. Who played Ashley her lover? Judd. Who played uh, her lover in that movie? I don't know what his he. I don't recognize, hmm. but I know that his name was Forney. Forney, oh Forney, and oh my gosh, Sally that was such Field a- is in it, and that was actually Joan my- Cusack. That was my first introduction to Walmart because I had never been in one because we didn't have them. I and actually, so I was like, ooh, I want to go to Walmart now and like camp out overnight. 
because people can do that. <laughs> I literally am scrolling through. It says the final scene is their wedding, which takes place in a Walmart. <laughs> See? I guess it was people classic. on TikTok, though, have found it and have just been ripping it apart. And it's so funny because none of it really makes sense. Like, it's kind of all over the place movie. But um, I remember liking it when I was little. It's hilarious that it's a joke now. But uh, I, no, the no, other one... Was- I feel like that was up for awards too. Like that was like critically acclaimed. What is, wasn't it? Or is that just in my mind? I don't know. It did pretty, it's a $15 million budget, 40 million in the box office. And wow, back in the 1900s or whenever that was, that was a lot of money. Oh, honestly. wow. But um, no, the other one though that I was going to go with was um, Orange County, which I always yep. bring up too. Um, oh yeah, is... our, our friend's son was in that movie. Tom Hanks' son, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're friends with Tom in case you guys didn't know. We met once. <laughs> Yes, once in Italy. <laughs> Which, by the way, another movie that is not underrated, but amazing, Da Vinci Code. The whole entire thing is amazing. <laughs> Loved it. Oh my gosh, it was so realistic. Debatable. <laughs> anyway, um, Orange County has Colin Hanks and um, Jack Black and uh, what's fucking, uh, why am I blanking on her name from Schitt's Creek? Um, oh, Catherine O'Hara. Oh, yes. my God. And then she yes. she makes it. Literally, me and Caroline still, there's certain words that, like, I just, I hear, and then I instantly hear the scene in the movie. John Lithgow is in it. Um, speaking of Catherine O'Hara and Schitt's Creek, if you want to cry hysterically, like, baby weeping tears, watch the documentary that is on Netflix about the making of the final season of Schitt's Creek. I it didn't know is, that existed. It's, I think it's new-ish, but you will weep tears like a little baby. It's so, so good. Um, No, but that's a good one, Lil. Orange County, I also haven't watched, but I feel like I have because you talk about it all the time. And you would really appreciate it because you know the area. Because like I know that Orange County. It's a very satire (laughs) parody-esque one as well. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, Okay, well, this is my final pick. Although, truthfully, I could go on and on about all of these for for weeks. Very specifically, it's another one of the best film franchises of all time. I'm going to go with... No, but I thought about it because I love that movie. I'm going... Because if it was Twilight, it would be Breaking Dawn Part 2. That would be my favorite one. But I'm going to go with Sister Act 2. Not Sister Act 1, Sister Act 2. Because, riddle me this, when you think of Sister Act... Underrated at all? I don't know. Isn't that everyone's favorite? I don't know. I don't know. Chris didn't even know that there was two. He thought there was only one, and he thought that the one he thought was the main Sister Act was Sister Act 2 with Lauren Hill, which is like the first time I was (laughs) ever exposed. People like the second one better. That's like a common... Well, I'm glad that we're talking about it here on this podcast. I feel like we're giving the voiceless a voice on this show by talking about Sister Act 2 and giving it the credit it deserves. Because Whoopi Goldberg, um, also, um, this is so funny because Chris grew up Catholic and I always tell him the only thing I know about the Catholic Church was Whoopi Goldberg introducing me to nuns. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to go to Catholic school and be one of those nun choirs that looks so fun. Which is funny because I had a friend that went to school with nuns and she always said that they were really mean. So I feel like we always had really negative connotations around nuns. Well, I mean, it was a film and it was like not real. And Whoopi Goldberg was a Vegas showgirl turned fake nun, turned baby real nun. I can't remember in the second movie. I have never seen it, actually. Oh, my gosh. Lauren Hill is in it. It is so good. Melissa just got so upset. Like, that's another movie that I could, like, tell you not that much about the plot, but, like, how the music made me feel. (laughs) It's like, you know, when we go to, like, a Halsey concert, 
Same feeling. Same feeling. Uh, when I oh god, there's a few movies where the soundtrack is just it's the third stellar. sister act is in production. <gasps> is Whoopi in it? If she's not in it, oh, oh my. Okay. Is Kathy Najimy gonna be in it? AKA uh she was in Sisters, we fly. Yeah, it was like Hocus Pocus. Yes. <gasps> Kathy Najimy is in it. She's one of the nuns. Um I'm gonna have gosh. to catch up. Now that I think about it. Any movies involving nuns, I usually really like. Sound of Music, <laughs> so underrated these days. I haven't seen Sound of Music since I was a, a, just a wee child. Oh my gosh, Melissa is telling us that Tyler Perry is producing Sister Act 3. Who else is going to be in it? Do we know who else is returning or or who new cast members are? Or if we can be extras? Totally possible. Totally possible. Lily, do you have any others that like kind of made your list? Like, Lily is currently standing up in her bedroom for those of you who are listening to this in podcast form oh yeah in her office and she's looking inside of her closet at her DVD collection which is hilarious because who has a DVD player these days I don't even have a single DVD that I own at this point honestly I'd ask you guys on Twitter and um, someone had said John Tucker must die Oh, that's a good one. Which I do feel like is not, it doesn't hold the same space as the rest of the teen movies from that era. Mm-hmm. And I have that. Um, is that Jesse Metcalf? Yeah. Um, the only one Wait, I had. What I just saw was Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Stop at this instant. Is that the one where they jump off the diving board on yes. the horse? Yes, yes, yes. That <laughs> movie. Lisa then, got it for me as a gift. <laughs> and she goes blind, jumping off. Like, like what the F did you think was going to happen? Like, Honestly, I, my guys, gosh. it's about when they used to do horse diving. That was Is that a, real a real thing. thing. Yes, it was a real thing. It's so odd. The main thing that stands out to me about that movie is that the love interest is played by the guy who was my first ever crush. He played Jake Ryan in 16 Candles, which is not an underrated movie. But if you are a child of the 2000s, you need to do what's good and go watch every single John Hughes movie, Pretty in Pink, all of them, because they're like, I'm told classic films that you must know of. But the one that I didn't get to talk about, Lily, Cutting Edge. The cutting edge. Topic. Remember, I was just going to say, I know that that's an ice skating movie, but I. The classic, classic story of an ice dancer who goes down or something happens to her. And and then there's like this this bad boy who's a hockey player and they're an unlikely duo, but they get together and they fall in love as they learn to dance on the ice. And then they like win the Olympics or something. And they have that whole phrase, Topic. Oh my God. The, <laughs> the main girl is the mom from One Tree Hill. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mara Kelly. Yes, exactly. <sighs> um, it's wow. from 1992. Okay. Yep, it's a great movie. I was a little kid when that came out. You were like still in diapers when that movie came out. Oh my God, this is so funny. Yeah, lots of good movies from that era and time as well. You look I'm going like to need to go. Yeah, I'm reading the summary. I'm going to need to go back and watch that. I bet you It's that's a really, great. really good one. Um, honestly, when I, when I think of ice skating movies, though, I think of um, the Disney Channel original Genius. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, a decom. That had yes. um, Emmy Rossum. Of course, yes. <laughs> yes. Although we did get some feedback from our audience that the most underrated of all decoms is Lemonade Mouth. Which, which I've never seen. But isn't Brid- Haley Kiyoko in it? And Bridget Mendler was the star. That so was they're when- both great. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd imagine that should be highly rated if it's not. 
We should do a whole episode of this show about DCOMs, Disney Channel original Down. movies, because I know people are very opinionated about that genre of then television. You haven't seen that many, so you're going to need to do some research. Well, I'm going to have to sit down and binge watch all of them because when I was a child, they did not exist. Okay. <sighs> all that was on Disney Channel was Mickey Mouse Club when I was a kid. That's all I remember. Brink is a classic. Although I have a brother who's your age. So like Johnny Tsunami was so oh, my Johnny face Tsunami for so, was so many bad. years. Brink is the skateboard one, right? Um, oh, yeah. Skating. And then what was the one where the house eats everyone and eats everything? Smart house. That one. Yep. With mm-hmm. Katie Seagal, who I yep. love from yep. Sons of Anarchy, a little mm-hmm. bit of a different genre. But I like doing these pop culture episodes. We should do more of these. I have a lot to contribute. So. <laughs> um, if you guys are watching, please send us a tweet and let us know what's your most underrated movie of all time? Because I'm super curious now because I feel like a lot of these are really good movies. And they just like bring up more memories too of other ones. Or if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment below because like we ha- obviously have a lot of free time <laughs> to just catch up on all of these, lo- <laughs> these lost opportunities. About, I have a really busy schedule. Um, But Lil, wow, this has been fun. Yeah. Should we move on to our last segment? I think so. Okay, let's do it. So long, share well. I hate us so much more now. It is time to say farewell, share well. What brought you joy this week, Lil? Before uh, we go, I don't know. Share us off. <laughs> I should have prepared for this. <laughs> um, okay, well, I can go if you would like. Yes. So, um, as you guys know, streaming apps and Netflixes and Amazon Primes and HBO Go Max and all the things, there's so many, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't regret canceling cable at all ever because there's just nothing for me there. I would much rather like cherry pick. So recently I found out that Chip and Joanna, who I love because of Fixer Upper, they're launching their very own television network called the Magnolia Channel or the Magnolia Network or something. But since I don't have cable, I couldn't watch it. So I decided to jump in and download Discovery Plus, which is a new streaming like app or whatever. I think it started like maybe last month. And it houses all of the Discovery Network of channels. So like A&E, History Channel, like some of the more nature channels like HGTV. Anyways, what I'm getting at is all I do all the time is watch Discovery Plus. And if they want to sponsor me, they can. But there's a new <laughs> show that I have discovered. It's called Hometown. And it is hosted by Aaron and Ben Napier. They live in Laurel, Mississippi, which I had never heard of, but now want to go on vacation to. It's their hometown. And they have created this whole show where they felt like their hometown was sad. And all the houses were like dilapidated and everybody was moving away. So they started redoing people's houses and making their own hometown beautiful and bringing it back to life. Oh, and now they're cute. And now they're doing it in other hometowns. So they're like literally going to like Downey and being like, this town is sad. Let me remake it. Anyway, super inspiring, very wholesome and just will bring you a lot of joy. Sounds kind of Queer Eye-esque. Totally, but for houses. Well, I guess Queer Eye does that too. <laughs> also, Jonathan Van Ness. Like, why are you not my best friend yet? I know. He's great. I love him. I, all of them, actually. I follow all of the all um, of the lads. I will share something that brought me joy this week. Yes, please. I guess it wasn't really this week. It was last week, but I don't think I've talked about it on here. Um, I put this on my Instagram story as well. Have you guys watched? And I was so late to this game, but like 
have you watched the clips, the compilations of Ilaria Baldwin? Oh my gosh, no. I watched them only on your... In- well, <gasps> I, I've seen some of them, obviously. But you, the ones you posted on your Instagram story? I, it's unreal. Because it, I knew that it H happened. Silent. Yeah, I knew it happened, but I didn't really like follow... Like, I didn't look too much into it. And I assumed like, oh, they've just been kind of like letting people think no no they haven't just been letting people think it they've constructed this entire narrative that has a lot of holes in it and the clips are the funniest things i've ever seen but my favorite was her on a cooking segment (laughs) (laughs) and then the tomato and then the uh how you say in english Uh, oh cucumber (laughs) Um, she's from boston I know. And she went to like a fancy prep school, but her family vacationed in Spain. And so she was like, I'm Spanish now. So I mean, people commented back on my thing. They're like, well, I mean, sometimes when you're bilingual and I'm like, okay, no, she's not. I mean, unless she learned from birth. No, that was not the case. And then it said that her parents didn't even like live in Spain until like she was like late. Like it was like like, a few years ago. They They, just retired retired there. there. Yeah. I'm super confused. Like, it, it just seems like a really hard thing to keep up with for all these and years. It seems like it would be a full-time so elaborate job. too, but it, it, that brought me a lot of joy because I just was not expecting it to be so, and so like they, they sold it so poorly. Like I'm really shocked. No one figured it out sooner, but I guess you aren't going to question like, why would you be like, no, you're not from Spain. Yeah, but it just seems it's like so, so weird. Why would you do it's, that? It's a weird choice. And I saw someone like oh, doing I actually, like, I, I, and I had a question about it. Did, does he, because I, after I saw the clips, that was enough. No, I didn't he really thinks to, she's Spanish too. Does he? Well, I mean, he must know now that I, like. I, it seems like it would have had to be like a joint collaborative effort. To no, no, no. He's been defending long. her for sure. And like, you know. I just feel like there's got to be a part. The only logical thing is that there's a part of the story that's missing that like something happened that we're not aware of, like that. She was like, I I, I don't know what that thing might be. I have no idea. Uh, It's just so funny. But like, it would be like me being like, oh, you know, I studied abroad in Spain. So now I'm Spanish. That would be cool. That would be so fun. Oh, oh, it's it's just, I, if you haven't seen any of the compilations, I highly recommend Googling it or going on YouTube. But isn't her name actually not even Ilaria? It's Hillary. But uh, one of the clips you posted, the one that really got me good was she was like, it's not Hilaria. The H is silent. It's Ilaria. I'm like, She's like, um, like you would say hola, like you wouldn't say hola unless you have like a really bad accent. And even when she says really bad accent, it sounds very like, unless you have like a really bad accent. Like, yeah, so I, it just feels like something like, why would that be I your just, choice? I why? just don't believe that he would not know. So I'm like, I feel like it had to be like the two of them were putting on this like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's like a really long acting gig or yeah. something, right? Which I and, just want to look into it more. You need to do a deep dive into this because I feel like it's lost steam and I'm genuinely curious as to like, now what? Like, now do you say like, oh, yeah, I was making that up all these years. Like, uh, I I can't get get my mouse to that screen. It's mind blowing that you would do that, like, and be able to keep it up for so like it's been over a decade. I would be so nervous. Like, I would be like feeling like like I was going to poop my pants all the time. At least she's set free now. But she hasn't even fully, I, hasn't she not even admitted that it was 
Like she just like no, is still no, kind no. of trying to feed that narrative. Like she, oh. I saw a statement she made via a video on her Instagram where she yeah, was like, that's it. I wasn't born in Spain, but I, I was kind of like, like in living in both countries most of my life. But really it was just like, I mean, in that case, then I lived in Mexico because I used to go to Mexico like 15 <laughs> times a year with my family. So I, I just feel like you can't say your vacation spot is like now your new nationality or ethnicity. Like, you know but what I mean? she's from Boston. <laughs> yeah, I know. And her name's not Ilaria. It's Hillary. So it's just all very complicated, but fascinating nonetheless. So and I was funny. <laughs> I would like a documentary about it. I think I'm going to do it. I think I want to start a show where I'm not on camera necessarily and I'm just like can voice over it and it can just be my weird research holes. The first person I saw who blew the lid off of this thing was Amy Schumer. Yeah. (laughs) And I was being called like the great Pepino because that's like how you say cucumber, I think, in Spanish, um, like debate. (laughs) And I just I love Amy Schumer. Um, I don't know if you know, but she um, started following me on Instagram because I just bug her so much. (laughs) Actually, it wasn't her. It was like when she was working on the campaign, she was like sending me stuff to post. So it was probably like her manager, but I don't even care. I just love her. Anywho. Now that I'm sweating, this has been a great episode. I had a lot of fun. We went a lot of places. I agree. I'm so hungry still. I need to go eat. And I want you to go get some Taco Bell. You better get a good quesarito. I know. Hopefully the the cheese is melted this time. And um, hey, you guys, if you are listening to this show for the very first time, hello, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Please do what's good. Subscribe, join this party, give us five stars, write a review if you would like, because that's how people find us. And we want to be able to keep making this show for y'all. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching and We'll see you next week. Thank you for being here today. 